Welcome to the show that gets Christians thinking about faith and politics. Get ready to challenge the status quo, expand your imagination, and tackle controversy head on. Let's stand together at the intersection of faith and freedom. It's time for the Libertarian Christian Podcast. We're live at the Libertarian Christian Institute booth at Freedom Fest in Memphis in July 2023. It's nice, hot, and muggy, and I have... Roman Bueller, who is the director of the Madison Coalition, and his mission to the Keep Nine Amendment to ban the Supreme Court packing. Roman, thanks for joining me for this conversation. Well, thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it a lot. So you're passionate about keeping nine Supreme Court justices. Why is that? Well, for 150 years, the Supreme Court has been at nine justices. And what that means is that the court, while it's been liberal at times and conservative at times, it has always been independent from control by politicians. And in our time, that independence is being threatened. There are a number of politicians, interest groups, special interest groups that are unhappy with some of the court's recent decisions. And their solution is to undermine and eventually destroy the independence of the court by increasing the number Mm -hmm, of mm -hmm. Supreme Court justices. We think that's a terrible idea, which is why we're proposing a constitutional amendment that simply says the Supreme Court of the United States shall be composed of nine justices. And if we can convince Congress to propose it and the states to ratify it, it will take away the power of Congress to manipulate the size of the Supreme Court. So that's just a historical precedent that there's nine. I mean, why not say it has to be seven and then the next two die and it keeps it at seven? Why is nine a good number in your mind? So there are some good arguments for nine, but that's not the point. The point is, Should Congress, should politicians in Washington be able to manipulate the size of the Supreme Court for their own advantage? Right now, we rely on an independent court to curb the abuse of power by politicians in Washington. If they can change that number, they can bend the court to their will. So the short answer is it's been nine for 150 years. And by putting nine in the Constitution, we make sure that any future change in the number has to be done by constitutional amendment, which means bipartisan support instead of bipartisan majority. So you're basically, in some ways, eliminating temptation. That's exactly right. So I don't disagree with this approach, right? I mean, I don't think that the president and or lobbying groups should sort of have that sort of power to politicize the nomination of Supreme Court justices. I know that when the Biden administration or when Biden was running, there were a lot of people on the left who were saying he should pack the courts. He should pack. This is a good thing to do that. FDR did it. We need to. That seems to have died down. Maybe there's something that I just haven't paid attention to. Is there actually a threat here or is it more like you're just preliminarily wanting to make this happen in order to prevent this from getting out of hand? Because it sounds like in your mind, this could go both sides, right? Like both sides could do this thing. Is this an actual threat or is it just... So there are three numbers. There are three numbers that people listening to this program should focus on. Okay. The first is that there are 60 Democrats in Congress who explicitly are demanding that the Supreme Court be increased, that the size of the court be increased. To what? 11, 13? Uh, 13, because with 13, right now there are six conservative justices. So if 13, you mean you could have seven progressive justices and they'd have a majority. That's why. The second number is 200. There are now 200 members of Congress who support the Keep Nine Amendment to preserve nine justices on the Supreme Court. It was first introduced by a Democrat. There are now more than 1,000 elected officials across the country who support it. There are 200 Republicans in Congress who support this amendment. But the third number is the one that should give people real concern, and that number is zero. 
and it's zero is the number of Democrats, even the ones who say they oppose court packing, who will support an amendment first introduced by a Democrat to make sure that court packing Mm -hmm. never happens. Mm -hmm. Now, if you meet somebody who's suspected of bank robbery and they say, I don't believe in bank robbery, but I don't want to outlaw it, you might have some questions about what's going to happen that night. (laughs) And when you realize that there is not a single Democrat in Washington who will support an amendment to make sure that neither party can pack the court, it lends support to our fear that the next time the Democrats win a majority in Congress, they will get rid of the Senate filibuster, add a couple of new states, and then pack the court so they can have a majority. Okay. So do you think the Biden administration is going to do anything? The Biden administration right now understands that court packing is a mortal threat to their reelection. If Republicans can make court packing an issue in the 2024 elections, Biden and his Democratic allies could lose the election. And so their goal right now, the very goal and the goal of the mainstream media is to downgrade the threat of court packing. Oh, no, no, no. We'd never think about packing mm-hmm, the court. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And our challenge is to build a network of concerned citizens who will ask every candidate and every elected official who says they're not for court packing, where do you stand on the amendment to make sure that court packing never happens? Yeah. And if they're for it, great. But somebody who says that they're not for court packing, but they don't want to ban it, should be viewed with great suspicion. And we hope that some of those people okay. uh, will have difficulty in 2024. Hey, folks, I just want to take a break from our episode to ask you to consider becoming an LCI insider. We want everyone to feel engaged and excited about what LCI is doing. And the best way to do that is if you become a monthly supporter at $20 or more per month, you will become what we're calling our LCI insiders. You get some free gifts. You get an exclusive Crisis King magnetic lapel pin. We give you two copies of Faith Seeking Freedom. We send monthly eBooks months ahead of when they're released on our public website. You can get discounts on our swag on our online store, and you get exclusive invites to our quarterly live streams with the LCI staff. In addition to that, whenever we do publish something like a physical book like Strangers with Candy, we'll also send you those as well. So the best way to stay up to date on what we're doing and to support what the Libertarian Christian Institute is doing, including supporting the podcast you're listening to right now, is to become an LCI insider. So to do that, go to libertarianchristians.com slash donate and then choose recurring monthly gift and you'll be added to our list automatically. Thank you for your support and I'll let you get back to the podcast. Now the term court packing, I mean, we're using that as in like, just keep adding more. So like in theory, Biden could add four more and then, you know, let's say who's ever after him, maybe it's a Republican. They might even add more to just to keep balancing. Like in theory, you know, we might end up with we're all Supreme Court justices in 20 years. So this could just keep ratcheting up, and it, which is something that obviously it sounds like you want to avoid. I've heard from the left, at least on the social media and the people that I'm friends with, feel like Trump sort of packed the courts within the number of what's happening there. And in terms of packing, maybe it's not the right terminology, but it's like we just made it ideological and partisan. And that, that's a really good point. For 200 years of the American Republic, Court appointments and court confirmations have been politically controversial. So it's not a new thing for the Senate to refuse to hold a hearing or to refuse to confirm a nominee of a president, and that certainly happened with Merrick Garland. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's not a new thing for a president and allies in Congress to ram through a justice at the last minute. Those are tactics. We may disagree with them, but those are tactics that have always been used. 
But the danger is that we will escalate the fight from essentially a fist fight over confirmations and nominations into a gunfight over the, the okay. number of Supreme Court justices. No matter how political the appointment and confirmation process is, the court remains independent. Once a justice is, is appointed, they have independence. But if Congress gets into the business of changing the number of justices, then a president and Congress can say to justices, look, if you don't rule our way, we're going to add new justices and change your decision. And we rely on independent courts basically to referee the tough decisions. Okay. And without an independent court, court can't do that. So in a way, this would actually, so this Keep Nine Amendment would actually keep the court or make the court or prevent the court from being less independent. That's correct. Yeah, okay. I think I used all my negative, double right. negatives there in that yeah. sentence. But basically, it, it sort of, because there's a lot of, I don't know, maybe it's a lot le- a more, it's a lot more subtle now that, you know, I'll scratch your back, you scratch mine, rule my way. That possibly is going on, but it can't get out in the open the way you're describing if we just do court packing. Right. And the Supreme Court, Supreme Court is current conservative, but they just issued two decisions that seriously imperil the Republican majority in the House of Representatives. They couldn't do that if they were subject to political control What's, by what politicians. What are those decisions? These were civil rights decisions that basically will force Republican state legislatures to redraw districts in Louisiana and Alabama that could give Democrats new seats in Congress. Okay. And, you know, you can agree or disagree with the logic. Which court case was that? I'm sorry, I don't have my notes in front of me. But that wasn't the ones that got attention recently. No, no, the, the decisions that got attention were yeah, the okay. decision on affirmative action yep, yep. and on religious freedom. And those were conservative decisions that have sure. outraged the left. Of course, so but, that's what they cover. But these other decisions were decisions that struck down Republican-drawn redistricting plans. And the point is that even a conservative court still acts today independently of the wishes of conservative politicians. And that's what we need to preserve. And I think a lot of people listening to this will say, yeah, you know, this is a great idea, but citizens can't have an impact on this. And our message is that if you look at the history of constitutional reform in America, you see a women's right to vote, you see prohibition, the repeal of prohibition, presidential term limits, and most recently the 18-year-old vote. All of those were simple issues, overwhelmingly supported by the American public, and public pressure forced Congress to propose them. And our message is that citizens, by getting involved in this movement, our website, by the way, is www.keep9.org, can have an impact because when the public is on your side, aroused citizens can actually force Congress to do what they want. Excellent. Well, Roman, thank you for joining me for this. I'm going to repeat that for our listeners. It's keep9.org. And what can they find at that website? How they can get involved? What? Yes, you can find all the information, a lot of different articles on court packing, on why court packing is bad, about the Keep Nine Amendment, what it does, and on how you can reach us. We have a conference call for grassroots organizers every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. And we encourage people who are interested to contact us. We can send you the codes for that call. But the first step is to go to www.keep9.org. Excellent. Thank you, Roman. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Libertarian Christian Podcast. If you liked today's episode, we encourage you to rate us on Apple Podcasts to help expand our audience. 
If you want to reach out to us, email us at podcast at libertarianchristians.com. You can also reach us at LCI Official on Twitter. And of course, we are on Facebook and have an active group you are welcome to join. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. The Libertarian Christian Podcast is a project of the Libertarian Christian Institute, a registered 501c3 nonprofit. If you'd like to find out more about LCI, visit us on the web at libertarianchristians.com. The voiceovers are by Matt Bellis and Catherine Williams. As of episode 115, our audio production is provided by Podsworth Media. Check them out at podsworth.com. Thank you.